and welcome to the Carmack Podcast. Today is episode 11. Today we welcome Tim Klein. He is the president and CEO of Arcadium Technologies. He's also brought along his software engineer, Chris DeGraff, uh, to join us in a conversation to learn a little bit about customer relation management. That's what CRM means. And uh, just talk about business in general in the industry. So relax, sit back, and enjoy the podcast. So what's up, guys? Welcome to Carlinville. It's good Thank stuff, you. huh? Mm-hmm. I see you uh, survived your hogzilla. You're still smiling. Am I? I'm impressed, man. That's a, we'll know if he has to run out of the room. Whether there's the a- hogzilla <laughs> omelet has turned into this legendary thing in Carlinville. And there's a couple people that have eaten two of them, and I don't know how they survived it. But I am not one of those people currently, Sarah. So in any event, I'm glad you guys are here. This is good stuff. So... Uh, just so everybody knows, we have Tim Klein, who is the president and CEO of Arcadium Technologies, and he has also brought a guest along. That gentleman's name is Chris DeGraff. That's correct. If I said it correct, there's an E in there, so I didn't want to mess it up. So welcome along, guys. And uh, Chris, what's your role? I'm a software engineer. Software engineer. So mm-hmm. he brought his guy in case things get technical, which I can assure you they will not. In case we needed some knowledge at the table. <laughs> right. I, I like to consider myself very shallow, and I'm kind of proud of that right as we're she, – she's got my back on that. So, so uh, you know, uh, welcome to the podcast. I'm glad you guys are here. We're, we're curious what you have to say, and, you know, uh, along with not only industry stuff, but CRMs in general and what that's all about. But uh, – I guess most of all, Tim, I kind of like to know a little bit about you, where you're from, how you ended up in this position, and got this, got the ball rolling on Arcadium. Well, I uh, originally from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, went to work uh, for several corporate type of entities. Uh, worked with uh, Panasonic, and they sent me out traveling from Atlanta to uh, Houston, Texas. Lived there for a while. From there, I went to uh, work for one of you guys' competitors. Don't know whether you want to know the name or not, but uh, <laughs> but I uh, worked for them uh, in uh, Houston. They sent me to California, Birmingham, Alabama, Pensacola, Florida, and then into Dallas, Texas. So, have quite a background in the um, in the automotive industry, both Great. automotive and truck. Wow. And you just decided you wanted to start your own thing and make a difference in the industry. Well, there was a need at the time for a uh, for a CRM product, and the the CRM product that were out there were pretty generic. Um, I got exposed to it initially by by the company I was working with buying a program called Sales Logic, which was like the most impo- impossible thing to operate that I'd ever sat behind in my entire lifetime. So I knew there had to be a better way. The uh, truck dealers that I was calling on at the time were demanding it, and the company that I worked with had made an announcement that they were not going to go into that element of the marketplace at that particular point in time. So it was my opportunity to go out and saw a need and saw a place in a small enough marketplace that uh, we could go out and make a product and get it moving forward. And how long did that take you to really kind of get something that you could offer? We uh, started the company in late 2002. Uh, I brought Chris over from the company that we selected. We had a requirement that we have a browser-based product, that we would not launch anything other than a browser-based product. And and uh, we were fortunate to find a company called Seligent in uh, that of uh, basically Brussels, Belgium. 
and um, we brought, uh, I went over there for training. Chris indicated he wanted to move to the United States, so uh, Chris came over in 2004, and we installed our first customer together. Wow. And we basically did most of the programming on-site after we came up with the core of the product. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about CRM and the heavy-duty industry. What do you, are there big differences between the heavy-duty industry and the automotive world where you kind of came from, and how do you how do you work with that? Well, most of my experience was in the heavy-duty industry at the end of uh, end of my career, um, in my my last job that I had, I mm-hmm. would say. Uh, but uh, the difference is is the the processes that a truck dealer goes through versus what a car dealer goes through. Uh, car dealers are based on you know turn turning prospects into uh, you know in, into customers and having them be you know customers in a cycle just you know for life is the is the expression but uh, and and truck dealers are after the same thing the only thing is is that with a franchise truck dealer they generally are working on longer buying cycles with more professional buyers and uh, as the market has advanced the 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 buyer of a truck and fleet trucks, which is what most of our dealers work with, um, they're become more, they've become more and more sophisticated about how they're buying and how they want delivery and things along those lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <clears throat> there's a, in a car dealership, they're going to call in and they know, you know, NADA statistics will tell them that within a, uh, within 72 hours, that prospect's going to buy something. I think that's the 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 exact statistical uh, time frame that they'd buy within and in a truck dealership you have to maintain relationships over and over and over with somebody in order to get them buying and then keep them buying well so so what kind of trends are you seeing in the industry uh, from your perspective what kind of trends am i seeing in the industry as far as crm goes right crm and you know sales in general well uh, truck sales are getting more and more competitive. The, uh, the 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 trucks themselves are getting more and more technical, and what the the companies and the manufacturers are offering is becoming uh, more and more customer specific, and 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 the customers are just demanding quite a bit more out of the manufacturers and uh, out of the trucks that they're buying. Um, Years ago, you might have even said that you know that, that fleet you know that 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 the fleet terms, uh, the leasing terms that they get off of trucks is going to be what basically determines their determines their buying decision. Now you're looking at fuel economies, EPA requirements, just all kinds of stuff. And so, as far as a CRM, generically speaking, because I'm sure you have com- competition like everybody else, right? What what is the big main reason I have to have one if I'm a dealer or if I'm you know somebody in the market for that? What do I absolutely can't live without? Well, I think that uh, CRM CRM is a very generic term as you mm-hmm. as you look at it. I mean, people will call their 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 Outlook you know address book a CRM system, right? And and contact management is one element of CRM and. And managing your customers, the whole encompassing thing, can be a lot of things to a lot of different people. Um, the reason that we're here and we're in the heavy-duty industry um, is because 
we're focused in on that industry. In other words, when when we go in as a CRM company, we have a professional CRM program, but we already know how to speak the truck or trailer or heavy equipment language. We don't have to be trained on what they're doing or what their business is all about and how their business is going to be more successful uh, using our product. I mean, we, we already know that. Um, so we bring a lot more to the table right when we get there. But the premise of when we started the company was that 80% of truck dealers <clears throat> do the same things over and over. They might call it something different, but uh, they do the same things. 20% is customization. And while that bears, you know, maybe it's 70, 70 30 or something along those lines, mm-hmm. uh, we've already there with 80%. So we bring value to them in that they don't have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in consultants teaching them, you know, we sell trucks and parts and, and service for that, uh, that equipment. Um, and we, we know that piece of it and we have the, uh, the richness in the product that delivers basically most of the things that they'd like to have as far as their objectives for a CRM product. And as far as, and again, kind of just generally speaking, let's talk about metrics a little bit and what kind of metrics people can expect to get out of a, a good quality system that can really help them make decisions and uh, manage their business better. What kind of metrics and reports and things of that do you get out of CRM? Well, the metrics and reports is, is first off, we have a, a turnkey system that, in other words, uh, you can with our system when you start calling on somebody we set up calling schedules so we make sure that people get called on over and over again which is something that they don't have in any consistency within most truck dealerships um, so we want to make sure we also take like um, well if you talk to the average salesperson they can tell you who their top 10 customers are mm-hmm. but they can't tell you you know who was that guy who bought one truck from them or two trucks from mm-hmm. them uh, five years ago whose lease is coming up or whose uh, financing contract is expiring and that sort of thing so we close the loop on those types of transactions everything's not open-ended um, whereas you know in a lot of cases not all cases a lot of people have sophisticated follow-up systems but a lot of times I would say the majority of times the, the dealership doesn't have a way of, of going back to those people when they're good, becoming active buyers again. Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, a question that's going to be near and dear to my heart, I've been thinking of, uh, I'm you know in, in responsible for implementations here uh-huh. at Carmack, uh, rolling out Fusion. So what does a typical implementation look like for Arcadium? Like, uh, do you have... Kind of e-learning. You have people on the street, remote training. What's the support look like? What's what's the experience of a customer that says we want to go with this thing and we've got you know ten locations? What does that look like? Well, typically a customer, after they define what they're going to do once they get the product, because that's an important thing to do. Do when you set, when you buy Carmack, you know that you're going to do accounting, you know, do parts invoices and do repair order invoices and do your purchase orders and, and those types of functions. In CRM, it's not that well defined. Um, if we're going into a location that's never had a CRM process before, we're gonna ask them what their process is because uh, it's not a well-defined, it's typically not well-defined. So as we go into a dealership, we wanna find out what their objectives are and 
in the cases where they haven't really, you know, where to buy CRM and it's going to resolve these issues for us, we need to make sure that they understand what issues they're going to try to resolve and, uh, and, and how the CRM process or the CRM system that they're buying from us can supplement that process because that's an important part of any kind of CRM implementation is that the customer have a plan for what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. And um, after we work through that, hopefully we, hopefully uh, the customer is has that plan in place already. If not, we're going to help them through that process. But uh, then we're going to talk to them about the specifics they need in order to be successful or what they feel they need in order to be successful at their business. And all of this is going to happen by telephone consulting and, and that type of things. So we're going to go through our screens because all of our screens are 100% customizable and we're going to work through them on those type of dynamics. Also, <clears throat> we're going to go through their work process. You know, how do you do this? How do you want it to do? How do you see it working? Uh, what kind of automation do you want? What kind of workflows? Uh, that's what we deal with a lot with workflows. And, and like I say, those workflows tend to be variable mm -hmm. or, or more variable than, than they are in most other departments because nine times out of 10, we're going in and we're going to be automating the sales department first. And they, those guys, you know, the only time that it gets down to consistent process is at the time that they've actually got a yes from the customer and they're ready to buy something and deliver a truck. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we work through them on that process. By the time that uh, we actually do an a on-site implementation, our uh, consultant goes out there and uh, he will start right into training because if we're not ready to go, and I'm sure that you know this because you're in implementation, but if you're not ready to go with all the setups that a customer needs at the time that you walk in the door, then you've lost half the battle because you've wasted a week or however long it takes to get that customer set up. Uh, so we start training immediately um, and we start training with the sales reps and the customer can select different ways of doing it. Either they do a train the trainer type of role, which, which generally is something that we insist that they have at least one person who's going to be responsible. Or we can go out and train every one of their people, you know, however they'd like to have it done to, mm -hmm. you know, they bring them into different centers, do, you know, web training centers. So we go through that and do that. A salesperson can be trained on what we need them to do on the CRM portion of it in about a half a day. And if you ever work with a room full of truck salesmen, and this is not taking anything away from them because I've spent years in sales myself, uh, you know, you spend more than a half a day of their time, then they're ready to, um, generally ready to get out and do something <laughs> right. else. They want to so, sell trucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then the next day we'll go in there and with the same group so and, and talk to them and work with them on the deal manager aspect, which is how they process their deals and, you know, how they look up, uh, how they, well, the first day we'll talk to them about how they look up inventory and that sort of thing. But uh, second day will be about how we do deal managers and deal managers, how they process their paperwork and, you know, take a prospect and, and work them in and from the, I'd, I'd like a quote on this truck and they don't even know what kind, you know, the truck's not on order, not in stock. Um, from that process all the way through to when they order the truck and when they deliver it because Arcadium does uh, and I know that you guys have an application that does similar work as well uh, but we deliver um, we we can do all the delivery and paperwork mm -hmm. that's related to that as well so 
I guess a couple of other questions that come to mind while you were talking is uh, what what does the actual do you have any metrics or data behind people rolling out Arcadium uh, with the percentage of uptick in their sales department? Do you have that kind of information? No, not really. Um, we don't we don't basically sell it based on the fact that you're going to make more truck sales in order to do that. We're, we're going to say that you're going to have some discipline in your truck sales department uh, off of it because, like I say, a CRM system or selling system is only as effective as the utilization that they get from, from the product, product itself. Right. So do I hope that they're going to increase their sales and make more contacts? Yeah, I absolutely do. But I'm not going to go in there and tell them that they're they're going to get additional sales just based on this. I can do, you know, I can I can say you can leverage your market better by uh, going through and you know utilizing the mailing tools and the con more effective contacts and things along those lines. But in a cyclical cyclical market like the truck sales businesses, it's hard to say you know. Mm -hmm. you're going to increase your sales by this much. And uh, being in uh, DMS sales for a number of years, uh, dealers are, are not real likely to buy into that prospect mm -hmm. anyway. Well, I mean, it stands to reason from, from my simple mind to think that if you're working in a structured system that kind of holds you accountable and keeps you on track, that your sales would increase because you're more on top of it. So that's kind of where that question's coming from. Well, I, from. I understand it. It, it <laughs> would be, but, um, and I understand, you know, why you're going there, but it's not, uh, for us, you know, the, the more success we get is how well they incorporate that into their everyday business processes and how they leverage that system to make themselves better at what they do. Uh, will they sell more trucks? Yes, most likely that they will. But there's a lot of dependency we have to throw back on management because, a lot, like I said earlier, you don't you can sell a you know you can you can't sell a part very well without a, a computer system and you can't write ROs very well without uh, a repair order system. But they can sell trucks you know with or without a CRM mm -hmm. system. So we want to make them better at what they do and put those tools in their hands. Gotcha. I guess the easiest sales answer would be, oh, yeah, Jim. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that, that <laughs> would have been the short answer. More, you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, talk to me a little bit about managing inventory, how, how the dealerships would go about that using your CRM. Okay. Well, we're talking, when we're talking about inventory, we're talking about truck inventory yep. and what they've got on hand. Units. What they, yeah, units on hand. <laughs> uh, what they, they have, what they have in consignment. The Arcadium system allows them to, to take a variety of units that are the, either in the DR, DMS or outside the DMS and uh, put them out there for sale uh, or put them out through their sales force for sale. And um, we can set all those units up. They can be entered into the system and um, and the, the system accommodates uh, keeping documents. In other words, you can, you know, we, we have a... a um, an inventory uh, search routine that uh, that allows them to search down on particular brands, makes models, and and print out uh, spec sheets on those things. So uh, on those uh, particular units, uh, it also they can have documents like an MSO or or a, a manufacturer spec sheet that's attached to that unit as well. 
In the case of Ford, we have a drill down that uh, download goes in and downloads the. Uh, um, it's it's a uh, it's a general Ford program, but uh, it allows you to download the uh, window sticker that was on that in the in the case of light duty trucks and that sort of, uh, and those types of things. So it's just a collecting spot for um, where the salespeople can see what's available. Gotcha. And um, then in the background, we can manage um, other units that you have. You know what you have on order for you know particular fleets, what you've got coming in what you project to have coming in. Um, in the case of a lot of trailer dealers, uh, they've got the uh, trade-in units on, on hand in advance of the uh, the vehicle that they're gonna be trading it in on to be sold. So in a lot of cases, and in those dealerships, you can have circumstances where they actually sell the um, trade-in before they actually have the unit that they're trading against. So it's uh, lots of ways of slicing and dicing and peeling your inventory out. Gotcha. No, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, kind of making the full circle back. So the actual the customer that is looking to buy trucks from a dealership that is using uh, CRM, how does that in help enhance their experience? How what kind of do they get an improved service around this because the dealership's running so tight? Or talk about that customer experience on the so it'd be your customer's customer, right? The customer's customer. What they'll, they'll be able to do, what, what CRM, our CRM package does is uh, essentially it uh, gives them a complete picture. If they pull that customer up or if that customer calls on the phone, uh, the customer, the, the sales rep is fully informed about what's going on with that, that particular customer. Um, right before them, they can pull up or even from their home because it's a web-based product, uh, they can pull up the information on that customer and that would include any open repair orders that are in the shop any open parts invoices that they have any vehicles that they have in the process of delivery so right at a customer's fingertips uh, right at the salesperson's fingertips tips or all the information about the customer so they are very informed about what's going on. If they're about to make a call to a customer, they can look and make sure that, you know, there's not a truck that one of their trucks that they've recently delivered, you know, that's been in the shop for the, you know, ever since they delivered it or, or any kind of circumstances like that. Mm -hmm. It makes them much more uh, advised on what is going on with that particular customer at that particular point in time. Uh, <clears throat> Not only that, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, we can make sure that that customer is contacted on a regular basis, either through a uh, post-sale um, workflow or through uh, just, you know, I want this customer contacted every 30 days. And, you know, at day 31 when they don't have, uh, when they've not been contacted, there's a call that, are, that appears to them on CRM. There's also a reminder that it pops into their Outlook calendar that they need to get in touch with this customer because it's beyond the amount of time that it takes, uh, you know, that they were expected to contact. Mm -hmm. And we can build escalations off that too. Um, generally, that's all it takes. But if you want, you know, after five days, if that that action is not responded to, we can escalate it through the management process and that types of thing, type of thing. Mm -hmm. Also, <clears throat> if a um, say we have a lot of customers that use this in parts, but it can be done in the, in sales as well that they can have a group of people who are responsible for fast response to customer situations. Um, and a fast response would be this customer is looking to buy from somebody else 
or they're really upset with us for one reason or another, uh, we can we can set up a group group within the system, and when that um, when any customers called on and they use that group and and tag that call to that group, every one of them can either get. Uh, an action added to their CRM or a uh, message, you know, via text or uh, by uh, email to them that this customer is upset in the nature of the complaint. So we want people to be much better about staying in touch with their customers. What kind of mobility is there with the application? Is this thing, you know, does the customer have to host it? Can they get it on an iPad? That kind of thing, you know, technology-wise, where are you? As far as that goes, we already have an existing uh, mobile platform um, where they can get it as long as they have internet connectivity. They've got access to their server, and it's a, and it and it works as on uh, Android and on uh, the uh, iPhone as well. Uh, we also have a, an application. If uh, your customer, if your customers are out of reach of the of the mobile towers, then we have a, 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 a remote uh, browser-based. It's not browser-based, but it's an app, uh, iPhone app that uh, allows them to, to do a call report based on you know, and then it'll sync back up later on. Cool. So the salesman on the go, the guy that's just running around town, he can make calls, he can see what's coming up, he can kind of, he can do his business from anywhere. Basically. Yeah, he can do his business from anywhere. And that's that's the main, one of the biggest helps that we have is like they can go out and uh, they can be mobile anywhere. They can uh, be in touch. Uh, you can use your talk to text uh, functionality to report your calls. Uh, all of that's possible within the system. So, Tim, tell me a little bit more about how a dealership is going to make better informed decisions as a result of having your software in their facility. The CRM is all about communications, right? So we want everybody to know within the enterprise what's going on in the enterprise. Uh, uh, There's a lot of ways that we can make people more informed. We talked earlier about... uh, there being uh, the ability to see what's going on with a particular customer, to drill down into that customer. And in doing that, um, they have better knowledge of what's going on. So before they make that call or before they pick up that telephone, and actually we have the ability to integrate with telephone systems where they pops up and brings up the customer information as well. So, you know, that's communications and, and staying on top of your customers. We also have a way for users of CRM to communicate with each other, and that is uh, by an instant messaging system. So anybody who's logged on to the system at any particular point in time can message anybody else who's logged on so that they work can work back and forth. Uh, the system has a lot of intelligent dashboards in it as well who are telling you know people what's going on. Um, I can tell a... Uh, uh, sales manager, what his delivery forecast looks like for the next six, 12 months or whatever they've got out there in the mm-hmm. in the pipeline. So I know what's going on as far as gross profit goes. And, and the more you're informed about what's going on and who's doing what, the, the better off you are. So, you know, there, there's a lot of ways to do it. But, but like I say, the number one thing is, is everybody in the enterprise needs to know what's going on at, with everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a key point of it. So where are you guys? Where can you be found? Are you hitting all the shows? Well, we uh, go to the ATD show. We're, we're going to be at your uh, user conference. Um, 
looking forward to doing that. Uh, we'll be at some other user conferences around the country. So uh, um, anyway, uh, basically you can contact us. Uh, it's arcadiumtech.com and uh, we're on, uh, you can give us a call. We're ready to hear from you. Awesome, outstanding. Thanks for listening to the Carmack Podcast. I am your host, Jim Allen, and remember, we are the podcast for the heavy-duty industry. Uh, if you have any feedback or comments, I ask you to email me personally at jallen at carmack.com, or you can reach out to our marketing department, marketing at carmack.com. We'd love to hear from you, and additionally, if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, we would welcome that very, very much. So please reach out to marketing and uh, let them know that you're interested, and we'll see if we can make that happen. Thanks, and have a fantastic day.